Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. Over the last month, as Russian troops prepared and attacked Ukraine's physical territory, multiple reports indicated that Russia has also been attacking Ukrainian institutions in cyberspace, too. That's put U.S. officials on high alert for Russian cyber attacks targeting America's infrastructure. And many officials are concerned specifically about the natural gas pipelines that keep the nation's power plants running. So the concern with pipeline regulations has been an issue for regulators in recent years, but especially given increased reliance of the electric sector on the gas sector. Nearly 40 percent of the nation's electricity comes from plants burning natural gas, and almost all of it arrives by pipelines whose systems are a ripe target for sabotage. As one analyst told me, if your power plant is secure, that's great. But if the gas pipeline system just down the road from the power plant isn't secure, then that power plant is still going to go down. Today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse on why gas pipelines are growing cyber risk for the U.S. power supply. It's Wednesday, March 2nd. So, Kat, how serious are U.S. officials taking a potential cybersecurity threat on the U.S. power grid from Russia? They're taking it really seriously. U.S. officials have worried for years about a potential Russian hack of critical systems. And we've seen in recent years some smaller attacks on U.S. infrastructure. And so given kind of heightened tensions between Russia and the U.S. with this war in Ukraine, You have warnings from several officials in the Biden administration, including President Biden himself. He issued a statement saying if Russia pursues cyber attacks against critical infrastructure, then the U.S. is prepared to respond. So it's a really serious conversation right now. Can you break down exactly why natural gas pipelines specifically are so vulnerable and how that relates to electricity? Yeah, so the natural gas pipeline system is regulated differently than the electric sector. For years, the pipeline sector relied only on voluntary measures, whereas the electric sector for the past several years has relied on a series of mandatory and enforceable standards issued by basically two different agencies. And so there just hasn't really been a comprehensive look at trying to figure out how to coordinate these systems, cybersecurity regulations, and the natural gas sector is regulated by a completely different authority, the Transportation Security Administration. What do U.S. regulators and experts say about the current strength of cybersecurity protections in place for pipelines today? So since the Transportation Security Administration issued its first mandatory cybersecurity standards for the pipeline industry last year, it seems like no one is super happy with it. The pipeline industry itself is unhappy with the rules. They say they're too stringent, while other observers and experts say that it makes more sense for the pipeline industry to fall under FERC, which has more experience regulating the power sector, and it also has experience regulating other parts of the pipeline industry. And given kind of the interdependence of natural gas and the electric industry, 
some experts say it makes more sense for FERC and NERC to step in and take that role. Now, to be clear, the, the pipeline industry doesn't want to see that either. There's definitely kind of a general concern about the current regulations for the pipeline industry. Right. Yeah. Can you break down who regulates the cybersecurity of pipeline infrastructure versus the power grid? And, and how does that make a difference in terms of the cyber safeguards in place for both systems? Yeah, absolutely. So the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, which regulates the bulk power sector, they basically assign NERC, which is the North American Electric Reliability Corporation, to develop standards for the electric sector. And there are 13 standards in all, and 12 of those standards are related directly to cybersecurity of the bulk power system. And a lot of people have said even those regulations are not enough and that the electric sector is still incredibly vulnerable. But on the other side, the pipeline sector has for years operated without any sort of mandatory standards and their regulations fall under the Department of Homeland Security and specifically the Transportation Security Administration. And after the Colonial Pipeline, the Transportation Security Administration issued new standards for those pipelines that were the the first mandatory standards to ever be implemented. But it's tricky to have these two sectors that operate side by side and very much in tandem with each other to be regulated in such different ways by completely different agencies. Yeah. How coordinated are the natural gas and electricity sectors when it comes to preventing cybersecurity threats? It doesn't seem like there is much coordination. I'd imagine, you know, at the individual level, there are some protocols in place, or I'm sure some folks have it figured out, but there aren't any specific standards that require the electric and gas sectors to coordinate if, say, there is an attack on a compressor pump station that brings the gas from a pipeline to a gas plant. There are no protocols in place for how those two sectors should communicate with each other in that situation. Also, Ukrainian officials are pushing the Biden administration and lawmakers on the Hill to impose sanctions on Russian oil and gas exports. The former head of Ukraine's state-owned natural gas company, Andrei Kobolov, said he has been meeting with U.S. senators and Biden administration officials this week. Kobolov said he's been holding the meetings with the blessing of Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky and that sanctions on Russian fossil fuel exports are necessary to convince Russian President Vladimir Putin and his inner circle to halt their invasion of Ukraine. The idea of blocking imports of Russian oil into the United States is gaining support on Capitol Hill. On Tuesday, Democratic Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts unveiled a bill that would ban the import of Russian crude oil into the United States, while also sanctioning companies and people involved in bringing it into the country. The United States does not import Russian gas, but does take about 540,000 barrels a day of Russian crude oil and other petroleum products. That's a relatively small amount of the total U.S. energy imports. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamarino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more 
at chevron.com forward slash RNG.